All right, everybody, if you want to get settled in, uh, we're going to get started here. I uh, appreciate everybody coming out on a Wednesday night online and in person uh, to uh, see the show and be a part of this uh, community. Uh, I did want to um, just take a second, if we can, uh, to just pause uh and maybe take a minute of silence. Uh, there's a lot going on. And um, if we just take a minute of, of silence or a few, few seconds for a bit, it's suffering and hurting out there right now. Uh, thanks. Uh, I have a lot of thank yous uh, tonight. I want to start with, uh, let's see, what do we start? I want to thank uh, Phoenix Alameda for hosting uh, the show tonight. Uh, it's a great uh, venue. If you're looking for a co-working space in Alameda, California, uh, whether, you know, maybe you could commute from uh, Los Angeles or Canada. Uh, it's a great place uh, to host a show or to have an event or to work. I uh, want to thank Jessa, who's working uh, for Phoenix tonight, uh, helping host us. I want to thank Kyle, who's helping uh, assemble the kits and keep things organized, and Sophia, who's uh, helping uh, welcome guests. And I want to thank um, uh, Rafi from, and Dr. Bronner's, who uh, donated uh, all the hand sanitizer, all the soap, and all the toothpaste we're using tonight and in shows going forward. Uh, online, I want to thank uh, Cornelia and Ava, who uh, purchased uh, some of the toothpaste and some of the shampoo and conditioner we're using tonight and putting together the kits. Uh, I want to thank Andre and Stacy for being our online hosts uh, and uh, making a safe space online for everybody. And I want to thank everybody that's here. Uh, I, I kind of talked about it a little bit a, a few minutes ago, but it's really important uh, as I try to learn to be an adult and learn to be what it means to be a part of a community, uh, it's like uh, it's coming together and taking small actions. And, you know, there's a lot of things I've spent my time thinking about or, oh, how do I feel about this or what do I feel or let me get into a debate or argument about this. But these small changes we're doing will actually have its impact. And, and it's easy to write that off as like, oh, it's small or whatever. Uh, but you're all taking the time out of your Wednesday uh, to be a part of something. So it's really, really important. And uh, I really appreciate it. So thank you, uh, everybody here in person and everybody online. Um, it looks like online or in person, the kits are really coming together. And um, looking, I'm guessing we're already broke the 200 mark of putting kits together. Uh, and everybody can just uh, put your kits together and chill out, False. I think everything's plastic, wrapped in plastic, so if you fall asleep while you're putting your kits together, it's, let them roll out of your hands. Uh, a couple other things to go over. In person, I guess online you're muted, uh, but this is a, like a, a sound-friendly zone, so if you fall asleep and you're a loud snorer or you have other bodily noises, we will laugh at you while you're asleep and with you while you're uh well, after you wake up, um, but it just, I want you to be comfortable. And again, there's no interruptions that'll distract me. Uh, my internal mind is already distracted constantly. So uh, if you got to get up, you get got to take a call. It's, uh, you don't feel good. You want to go outside. It's no problem at all. Um, 
I think that is it for like the housekeeping stuff. So, uh, what do you say we get on with the show? Uh, uh, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's uh, time for the podcaster. I, you know, I really tried to not, I was like, uh, you know, if I wore a sash, this came up recently. Uh, or I won an award, or I went by a name, you know, if, if I was, I would be misdirection, M-I-S-S-S, misdirection. And it, it took me a long time of saying misdirection over and over again to realize there's no way to say misdirection without uh, getting some people getting the giggles. Uh, and, uh, you know, the more you say it, you realize you can't say misdirection uh, without uh, being a little bit awkward, especially my daughter's in the audience, so it's even more awkward for me. Uh, but misdirection, I, I mean, I would take that award. What if I lost it, though? I mean, I guess it's a lot of magicians and stuff. But anyway, it's time for the podcast uh, that already went off topic, that already got mixed up, uh, that already, I guess, practiced a little misdirection. I practice. I practice it. I don't need it. I don't. I got it. Uh, I got that down. Misdirection. Uh, it's time for the podcaster uh, and live show uh, where. Uh, uh, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't normally have this much time on the podcast, so I'd edit this out. But it's time for sleep with me, the podcast and live show that puts you to sleep. And uh, uh, there's a lot of people that help out on the show. Uh, um, Mystery Bard? Mystery Bard? Oh, boy. Uh, now, you can sing along at home. Those of you on Zoom, you haven't been to a live show before. You're in for a treat because I can't get a hold of the Mystery Bard. I did try to write out the lyrics this time after the last live show. So uh, you may want to you know, lower your speakers. Scooby-Doo-Boo. I am the Mystery... Oh, wait. That's not how it starts. <laughs> I make this podcast a thousand episodes. Uh Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful wrote the theme song. Edits episode. Carl W's a legend. Also edits episode. Kenny, Scotty, Jennifer, Ashley, and Emily are on our on our on our on work. Eric and the team at a sounder on the website. I am the mystery bard. I do all about you. I guess there's, it changes from time to time, but you could commission a song from him at jonathanman.net. Uh, the kind, is that what's next? The kindness shine straight on through and the listeners form their own Facebook group. Keep Stacy, Sarah, Julie, and Jennifer. They are your moderators. You can support their scooter on Patreon. Buy the merch and support the sponsors. You can find anything you want at sleepwithmepodcast.com. We're so, oh, we're so proud. We could dance. Uh, 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 Rusty Biscuit, Lo- uh, Lois Anna like banana, and Leah does the transcripts, and Charlotte's on the RSS feed. Uh, and now I'm with the show. <laughs> oh boy, that went good. Uh, uh, better than normal. Oh, wait a second. I have the, I have the theme song on my phone, too. So, uh, yeah, uh, get comfortable. I've, I forgot to bring my notes to tell me to smile and... Uh, uh, to, to slow down. Uh, hey, wait, we gotta wait for the drums. 
Hey, if you were up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place uh, where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake. Uh, That could be thoughts you're thinking about, thoughts from the past, the present, the future. Uh, A lot of thoughts. uh, Like how many thoughts could you have? Uh, It could be feelings related to those thoughts, uh, physical sensations, changes in time or temperature or routine. You could be... uh, traveling, sleeping somewhere new, or uh, you could be off your routine, you could have someone visiting you, you could be, I mean, you could still be getting over that time change, I think part of me is still getting over that time change, Uh, you could, uh, what other things, Uh, situations, it's the end of the school year, so we have students, uh, you could have exams coming up, no, nothing else, believe it or not, uh, I guess I'm already going off topic, normally before a live show, I sleep awful, and but last night I slept so good, uh, and I, I because of the, we were doing this on Zoom as well, I kept having these repetitive dreams of Zoom, but normally they'd be dreams of things going un, not well, uh, or me just filing. That's like my most, uh, it's like one of the dreams I constantly have. Uh, it always, it never comes true. The files, it just, the, it, I didn't even think about this uh, I guess if you don't, if you share your dreams, this isn't really a dream I want to have, though. It's like, a, but it might as well talk about it. Like I have uh, these IKEA bins full of papers and files and uh, notes, to-do lists, and I guess it's a dream that I file. But instead, I have like repetitive nightmares. I, I guess this is why you look into your dreams. Probably not when you're introducing a podcast and a live show, but um, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, so filing, that's a dream. What, what, kind of, what kind of dreams do people that put people to sleep have? Uh, boring ones, like uh, filing. Uh, kind of hobbies. I wish my hobby was filing, actually. I can't even get myself to do it for five minutes a night. So that's relatable, though. Uh, so what was I talking about? Starting a podcast and a live show, right? Uh, sleep with me, podcast, we do it the bedtime story. Oh, whatever's keeping you up awake. Uh, I'm here to take your mind off of it and keep you company so that you could fall asleep. And the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. We've already had a couple of those. Uh, the live show that are like a little bit different because it's kind of like it's it's actually if you go back to that boring tangent it's like the boring version of skydiving I'm just trying to bore people uh, but I don't know what I'm going to say next uh, and I guess it doesn't matter but some part of my brain my internal man says it does oh boy don't mess that up please don't embarrass me at the live show please I say Nana you don't even exist I've never I, I never had a Nana. Oh, oh, why do you have to hurt your nana so? Uh, so anyway, uh, a podcast puts you to sleep, right? Uh, we do it with the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play, set and send my voice across the deep, dark night, long, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, 
pointless meanders, superfluous tangents, all to keep you company uh, so that you can fall asleep or chill out here uh, in the audience, uh, chill out at home, uh, get comfortable. I don't have my uh, extra thing to remind me to slow down. So if you feel like you need to, uh, uh, Andre or Stacy on chat can chat me to slow down and smile about every five minutes. And that can smile like a forced smile, like my pictures being taken, uh, or my I'm like a little boy with getting a haircut. Uh, so, okay, sleep with me. That's what I do here, right? Uh, podcasts that put you to sleep. Pointless me under superfluous tangents. Uh, why do I make the show? Uh, well, I make the show because you deserve a good night's sleep, and I really believe that. You deserve a bedtime you could look forward to or at least uh, feel neutral about and not tread. And also, and I guess this is a cool thing about doing something live uh, in person online, is that uh, a lot of us can relate. We don't always know exactly what's keeping each one of us awake at night, but we can relate to the feelings. Uh, that's why I call it the deep, dark night, right? It doesn't feel good. Uh, sometimes it could feel uh, strong, stronger than not good. And even when we're in the room with the person, you know, or, or sharing a, a, a house or a bed or uh, you got a roommate, uh, you know, it can, it can be pretty lonely. And we know how that feels. And I think this is evidence uh that whatever's keeping you awake, you're, you're not alone. Um, and that's kind of part of the podcast is uh, that I'm here to keep you company. You don't even have to listen to me. So what better relationship could there be? I don't bring crumbs with me. Uh, I, I, I won't actually, but you don't have to ask me to leave. You don't have to worry if I locked the door because uh, I'm just coming uh, through ones and zeros. So that's the first thing in the intro I'm supposed to remember. Uh, why do I make the show? Uh, if you're at the live show, I don't have to worry about what I say to the trolls because uh, I, I, I don't. I, I think I have gotten trolled at uh, live streams before. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, if you don't like me or you don't like the show for some reason and you're here, it's uh, sleepwithmepodcast.com/slash no thank you. Uh, plenty of other sleep stuff. Uh, actually, let me uh, put it out. Is there anybody here in the live audience? who's never listened to the podcast before, who's a guest uh, of someone. Okay, we got, we got one guest, uh, welcome guest. Uh, and uh, so we'll try to make it nice and, and, uh, and weird. We'll keep it, this will be weird, uh, especially if you don't listen to the show. Uh, let's see, what else do you need about the show? The structure of the show. The show starts off with a greeting, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, then I try to say something mildly witty. Uh, I don't think I got there yet uh, tonight, but uh, and that lets you know you're welcome. Uh, hopefully you feel seen and you get the, the, the style of the show. Then we have an intro, which we're about 10 minutes into or so. And the intro is a show within a show. Uh, it's supposed to ease you into bedtime. For the live show, I, I guess uh, it serves the purpose of uh, helping me warm up. Uh, oh boy, do I have to warm up to uh, dull it down? And um, then we'll go on to a story uh, pretty soon. And then with the, the in-person and the online live show, I learned the hard way is uh, I have to slowly bring things back. So we'll do a little bit of a Q&A for about 10 minutes. Uh, and, and anybody that actually falls asleep, I'll try not to make it too jarring. Because uh, I think the first time I couple times I did the show, you know, I wooted and 
slammed down the mic and, and kicked my heels up. So, uh, yeah, I think that's the structure of the show. And there's not really transition from the uh, uh, the uh, intro to the story. It was uh, I was trying to figure out for for this live show. I was like, huh, what do, you know? Now that we're getting back into in person live shows, like, what am I going to do a show about? It, and I kind of put that out there, and then I take my dog Koa out for a walk. And I usually ask Koa. She just rolls her eyes. I say, Koa, what should I do? With the podcast, actually, she sighs as she says, "This is the podcast is my living uh, dog nightmare." Um, but I, I was really thinking. I was like, "Okay," I started making lists of ideas, uh, and I remember this episode. And, and people that have been listening to the show for a while, it was called the Spruce Museum. And I was like, huh, like, uh, it just popped in my head. It was like, oh, remember that episode of Spruce Museum? I don't even know why I thought about it. And I was like, huh, what, what, that must have been in like the two or three hundreds. And, and I, so then I looked it up and it ended up that it was in, um, it was uh, episode 525. I was like, wow, that's uh, further along than I thought. But then when I think about the podcast, it's like, wait a second, that was um, like, uh, I've made whatever 550 episodes since then. And I, so I started, uh, I printed out uh, back in uh, whatever year this was, 2013, so 2014, maybe 2015. Uh, you know, I love machine transcripts because they take my garbled speech and make it even less coherent. So I, I, I had a, a 2015 um machine transcript that if I get nervous, I can always go to the transcript. But I started listening to the episode, right? Because I was like, huh, Spruce Museum. I had a general memory of what it was, but I hadn't listened to it in a long time. And I know that there was a couple conceits that helped build the episode. One was this idea of memory and nostalgia and being like, huh, sometimes you actually have these positive childhood memories and they're kind of stuck and buried under rocks. And this was one that when I made the episode, it came out, it was like, hi, remember this tree. And again, I don't know, just like I don't know anything about clouds. I know very little about trees. So I'm saying it's a blue spruce tree, but the odds of that being factually correct are very low. Um, But it's like one of those pine trees. Those are what are those? Not those aren't deciduous trees. They're deciduous ones that the leaves fall off, so they're evergreen trees. Yeah, I'm getting a couple nods. Uh, and it, it was a tree that was like not. It was somewhere between sky blue and turquoise, uh, the pine needles, and it was in this kind of uh, tucked away in this corner of where I lived, and, and it, it, it had uh, branches that stopped about six feet up. Uh, and all the branches below that, they would rot and they would kind of fall off. And the outside branches, they came down enough that it kind of had this canopy underneath it. And underneath the canopy to the side of the tree was this gigantic rock. Uh, and I'm talking like uh, 10 feet by 5 feet, a slab, uh, about 5 feet thick. Uh, and... Believe it or not, I didn't spend a lot of time under there, and I always wondered why. And the only time in my entire childhood I can remember 
was this one day I decided I was going to make my own museum. And, and, and in the episode, I was trying to figure out what triggered me to um, want to make my own museum. Was it a trip to a museum? Like, did we go on a class trip to a museum? Or was I looking at something? But I, you know, basically gathered a bunch of junk and I put it out on the uh, slab and then I curated my own museum, I guess for myself, because I don't remember bringing anybody else back there. And uh, it's, who would have thought I would then tell bedtime stories to put people to sleep? Uh, I was, it, what, is that a docent? I was docenting my own museum to my imaginary self. And so I was listening to the episode and I'll put it put it out like this summer uh, when I take a break because it was interesting. It was uh, it was one of those episodes when I read the title and stuff. I was like, oh, it's just going to be a personal essay style episode. But then there was this person. Oh wait a second. Uh, oh yes, yes, yes. There was another person uh, involved, and it. it was it's me, Professor Pineworth. Oh, Professor Pineworth. Uh, so good to see you. Uh, it's, uh, it's a little awkward because usually when characters appear, we're inside my climbing closet so people can't see this. Uh, oh, but I'm so glad to be here, Scooter. I'm so glad to be here with you and uh, to uh, and to be with you with your audience. Uh, I, you know, it, it also to be away from your Nana. I, w- I have a room inside your imagination with your Nana, and it's awful in there. Oh, it's, it's great to have you out, Professor Pineworth. So, Professor Pineworth, you, that's really hard for me to say, Professor Pineworth, uh, that uh, you, it's like a lot of peas in there. But, um, yeah, Professor Pineworth, uh, what is it you uh, need from me right now? Well, I was thinking, Scooter, uh, I was trying to think, you know, when I was listening to you come up with this idea, I was like, what could be embarrassing for you, for me to talk about? Uh, like, which sort of objects from your childhood could I analyze uh, for the museum? Like, do you have it? I found some things uh, for, for, uh, that we could have here at the museum and uh, that would be embarrassing for you to talk about. Could, you, could we talk? Could I interview you about these items? Oh, that sounds great, Professor Pineworth. Uh, please uh, go ahead. Uh, okay, well, these first things we have here is a, uh, these are earrings. Uh, they're, they're women's earrings. And uh, why don't, Scooter, why don't you tell me what these earrings are? Okay, Professor Pineworth, this is going to be hard to explain because these earrings are telephone earrings, which are, uh, they're not cell phone earrings, they're telephone earrings, uh, which is hard to explain to begin with because I guess you've been in my imagination for a long time. That's going to take me five minutes to explain what a telephone is. Like once upon a time, uh, before cell phones, there was... Uh, there's like these cords you plugged into the wall and then they went into like up the poles or something where the electricity comes from. Basically you get, you had to make telephone calls over electricity lines. That's not really what it was, uh, but uh, you plugged your phone in and you would make a call on this thing and you had to press buttons and, and you couldn't leave the room or anything. And at some point, some genius said, what if we make, I don't know why they make telephones into earrings, Professor Pineworth. Scooter, what color are these earrings? Uh, they're pink. Oh, okay, so that should tell me a little bit more of why these earrings are important. And yeah, they do. Uh, so these earrings, uh, we yeah, I bought them. I didn't buy the earrings, actually. Uh, these earrings were my best friend, uh, Bo. Uh, I think we were in fourth or fifth grade. And 
this was, uh, thanks, this is like my first heartbreak. This is great to have to do this in front of a bunch of people, Professor Pineworth. Uh, so Bo, my, my friend Bo, he was, he was one of those people that had social skills. So he could talk to people. He could talk to uh, girls in our class that he was attracted to or not attracted to. He didn't, like, avoid eye contact like I do and, uh, you know, walk with his shoulders slumped. Uh, but he was my best friend for a time, um, and he, he was dating a girl, uh, and she was a twin. Let's see if I could, what, what names I can use. Uh, Angelina and uh, Anita, we'll say. And he was dating Angelina, and uh, so I walked to Kmart with him to uh, buy... Uh, these these uh, pinky earrings, uh, Professor Pinebrook. This is you're a great interviewer because this is perfect sleep podcast stuff. Uh, so we walked to Kmart. Uh, it was Kmart. Uh, unfortunately, just went out of business. Used to have a restaurant in there. That's where I did most of my shopping. And uh, so I went there with Bo, and he bought these pink telephone earrings for his girlfriend. But she had a twin sister, and Bo said, "I think I could talk her into going out with you." Uh, and being your girlfriend. And I said, as long as you do all the talking, Bo, uh, I said, you go for it. Like, uh, uh, and he said, maybe you should buy her some earrings. And I said, okay, uh, should I get her the same earrings that uh, you're getting? And he said, probably not, because uh, she asked me to get her these pink earrings. And so uh, I got her some earrings that I, that I think I, I figured that like someone like... Um, I'm trying to think who's famous still that would have, uh, like, like, but it's something that was glamorous, but really Kmart has nothing glamorous. Uh, and, uh, most of the stuff there is like around, and it, it was like, uh, more expensive than a 99, 99 cent store, kind of like Walmart. Um, but people at Kmart probably judge people at Walmart, even though that's not true. Uh, but I loved Kmart. I had a big red K and so I bought uh, Anita these uh, earrings, and then I asked her to be my girlfriend. I think Bo did most of the asking. And um, I think our relationship lasted until I, I'm pretty sure she never, I begged her to put the earrings on, and that was it. So it was like, please, are you going to wear the earrings? Uh, she said, one day I'll wear these earrings. Now, meanwhile, Bo's uh, date, she had the, the telephone earrings, and I don't know if you could make a call. They kind of seem like earrings you would play with uh, versus wearing. Uh, but that's what those earrings are, Professor Pineworth. Uh, does that answer that question? Oh, it does. It's uh, uh, interesting stuff, Scooter. Um, now, these, this next uh, thing I want to ask you about is, uh, you know, can I, can I ask you some stuff, Professor Pineworth? Because... Uh, uh, I, like I think about uh, this this tree. What if what if I like what if I broke you out of my imagination? Like, is it a way to get you out of my imagination? Because if you share a room in, in my imagination with uh, my nana, I mean that's got to be that's like the worst possible roommate I could, could imagine, other than me uh, as a roommate. So, um, what if we use a sleep podcast? Uh, like I can do something with this and um, we try to break some laws of time and space and I, I uh, remember once upon a time I used to have this uh, fan fiction fantasy machine and I would 
write fan fiction about stuff uh, to try to escape characters from their TV shows and movies. So maybe I could break you out of my own imagination and you could live under this pine tree and then you wouldn't be asking me embarrassing questions. Uh, what do you think, Professor Pineworth? Well, I, that's fine, but I still have one more question for you about this. Now, I know these trees are gone, but there was two other trees I had a question about because I was... Uh, since I live in your imagination, I can climb trees from your past or trees that never existed. And I know there was, I believe it was three other pine trees. They weren't the blue spruce that you refer to. They were a darker green, kind of like those Crayola crayons, that deep, deep, dark green. I don't even know what they call it, Crayola. It was one of Crayola's best named things, like... Somebody's going to think of it and shout it out, or uh, but it's like a deep pine or forest. Uh, it, now they make. I think. I wonder if the person, like someone, got fired from Crayola and they started working for like Axe Body Spray. So it's like the same thing, like uh, deep pine, uh, rough forest. Um, but so yeah, the tree. That tree was. Uh, who was talking, Professor Pineworth? I can't remember if you were talking or I was talking. Oh, that's fine, Scooter. I, I, so there was three trees, and you used to climb these trees, right? Oh, did I, Professor Pineworth? Uh, um, I used to climb those trees a lot. Uh, and and when I think about it, I think about how high I would climb, and how nowadays, like. Uh, like, I can't even, like, if that wasn't a good idea, like, if I could go back, I'd say, don't climb that high. Uh, but if you, Scooter, if you climb high enough, there's something in those streets. Oh, yeah, that was someone else I had a crush on. Uh, thanks for bringing that up, too. Uh, this was a few years after uh, that story, so there's a couple crushes in between those two. But do you want me to just, you want to just skip ahead? Oh, yeah, why don't we, Scooter? Okay, so this one, yeah, I, I carved my name and her name together, but uh, her name uh, was, we'll say it's Sandra, and I carved uh, uh, AA plus Sandra, whatever her last name was, uh, in the tree. Now, now, don't you traditionally carve people's names when you're actually dating? Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Professor. Uh, that's true. That's true. It's uh, that's true. But um, in this case, it was more of like um, I was putting it out there to the universe. Uh, you know, I was saying one day uh, Sandra and I will be going out, old Sandy. Um, but yeah, so this is another this is something I'm really good at, actually, Professor, is uh, like uh, is so let's see. So I, I developed a crush on her. This was eighth grade, and we were friends, and I was also friends uh, with a guy named Jay. And now Jay was quieter. He was quiet like me, uh, but he, he was, uh, I, I guess he was, um, there's no other way to say it, but more attractive than me, uh, or his personality was better, or both. Uh, and... Uh, Jay and Sandra's families, they were close since they had gone up, gone out since uh, they had spent a lot of time together. And so there was like, a, um, a, a, even though there was no relations or anything, just family, friends, uh, uh, Jay had told me he would never date Sandra because it was just, uh, they were too close. And so then that, that also made me think I had a chance Um 
but it turns out I didn't. Right? Professor Pinewood, I don't know how, I mean, I don't know how to make this, uh, I don't know how to get this to point. So, um, yeah, I guess uh, here's what I remember, Professor Pineworth. I'll just put it all out there for everybody. I remember, you know, they both, event- this this is what happens in movies. Sometimes it happens in real life. Sometimes it happens to me probably 15 times throughout my life. Uh, they both come to you separately. And they so Sandra comes to me and she says, I think I'm in love with Jay. And I say, great. And then I, then I go and cry uh, somewhere, private, probably climb up a tree. And then Jay says, oh, I think I like Sandra. And I say, great. That's terrific, best friend. That we were best friends at the time. I guess I cycled through a lot of best friends. So there's some advice. Don't become my best friend. And Well, or, well if you were looking for a date, become my best friend. Um, and so, uh, so they started dating. And then they, unfortunately, this is another thing that, this is another re- repetition uh, they say, why don't you come with us? The three of us will go on our first date together. Uh, and I said, man, it can't get any better than this. I can't, but it can. Uh, so then we went to the movies. We went to the Genesee Theater. So it was a second-run theater uh, where you could see movies uh, for super cheap, uh, especially, it turns out, if you're Jay and Sandra movies you're planning on not watching. And uh, so we sat down. And I guess I said, all three of us are on a date together, so we should sit together. And then Jay said, no, no, no. Can you go sit like a couple rows away from us by yourself? And I said, uh, sure. Uh, And uh, fortunately, I sat within viewing of uh, where they're sitting. So I must have moved back two rows. And uh, it was all like uh, PG PG stuff. But uh, yeah. Thanks for so, Professor Pineworth. Does that answer your question? There, does that get to the point of that? Oh, thank you, Scooter. It does. That's very interesting. Uh, uh, I don't have any other uh, crushes that were hidden in your backyard. Oh, Scooter, I do actually. Uh, this one's not a crush. Why don't we Why don't we keep going with artifacts related to your backyard? Okay. Uh, uh, what, what's the next artifact? Well, I, have, I found this wooden box. Uh, it's a, it looks like a, it's orange and green, and it looks like it's a handmade wooden box. Uh, yeah, Professor Pineworth, I think this is pretty boring. This one, um, I mean, the, the, the person it's from was my neighbor, uh, Bill, and Bill was, uh, the closest thing I had to a, uh, uh, a male, uh, an older brother or a masculine figure I wanted to be in my life. He was a, a gearhead, uh, and he, so he was always fixing motorcycles or um, snowmobiles, and he was probably about uh, five or six years older than me. And, and he, when my parents weren't around, he would take me out on his motorcycle or he would take me on his uh, snowmobile. The problem was I was very... Uh, clumsy, so I'd always fall off and get hurt. Like usually, I'm a, I'd fall off the back of his snowmobile a lot, and um, then he would get in trouble. Uh, but yeah, he gave me this box, and it had a false bottom where I could hide stuff. Um, and I used to think I didn't have anything cool to hide though. Uh, like so, I'd hide like three dollars in there because I was the oldest of six kids, Professor Pineworth, which you probably know, and. Um, but my little brothers, they found that, they, like, they figured out, that I was like, no one will ever solve this uh, false bottom box. Uh, but they did. Um, so, yeah, that, that's that box. 
I don't think that's very interesting, though, even for a sleep podcast. Uh, but yeah, he was he was cool. I mean, I, w- I wish he was my older brother. And uh, he was friends with the BB kids, uh, who were kids uh, uh, that we called the BB kids because they were always uh, uh, um, hitting me with BBs, we'll say, in a, in a kind way. Uh, aiming BBs and... Uh, chasing me. They also chased me on motorcycles and stuff like that. And um, so we called, like, that was Billy, that was the BB kids. And uh, yeah, that, that that covers that part, Professor Pineworth. Professor Pineworth, I was thinking what we could do is we'll take you, if we could take you into the brambles, uh, like deep into the brambles. Uh, I, I think it I don't think of brambles. There's there's like all these pricker bushes uh, right next door uh, to where we're talking about right now. There was this um, vacant lot. And it had, even now as an adult, I think about uh, that I I don't go a lot of places. You know, this is things, people say kids today. And they say, oh, these kids with their phones or these kids with their, like, like whatever it is, but like uh, they're they're really missing out. And I mean, it, if if I'll tell you what, it doesn't matter what it. And probably not good at any age is to go hang out in some breaker bushes. Like uh, you're not living life unless you've hanged out in some breaker bushes. You could eat. Uh, if it was the right time of year, you could eat berries right off the bushes. They would um, constantly cut you. Uh, sometimes uh, like really big cuts, and then usually your legs would be scraped. And, um, and and uh, and you could crawl through them uh, to try to avoid them. Uh, that's where that's where I got a lot of my that's where I spent a lot of my time was these perker bushes. If I wasn't climbing a tree with heartbreak, I was uh, climbing through perker bushes. And I don't actually know what we were doing there. It would be usually me and my brother and. Uh, because I, I would think that berry eating season is probably um, only like a month or two out of the year. Uh, those of you here in the Bay Area that are at the live show, there's like a Ardenwood Farms, I think is like a, one of the good places to go berry picking. And they've got pricker bushes, but they don't have a, like a, ones that you could go into. What about... I mean, I guess the, I don't think any lawyers would go for this, but we say instead of a corn maze, how about a pricker maze? Like, uh, like if you could send the kids you don't like there, uh, like the children you want to discipline. They say you could once this basket of berries is full, you can ring the bell and we'll come into the the pricker bush and get you. Um, maybe that's what my mom did. She's like, I mean, I guess that is what she, she said. Why don't you go play in the perker bush? And I took her literally. Uh, so why don't you take your brother and go uh, get lost in some prickers? I said, love you, mom. I'll see you soon. Um, so yeah, Professor Pineworth, I was thinking though, that uh, if you came with me into the pricker bush, because I know you, you had said that like when we were, um, when we were talking about your episode, was that five or six years ago, it was kind of based, back then we would base like some of the randomizations on stuff that was trending on Twitter. And uh, it must have been more than five or six years ago, because nowadays, like, you can't go on there. Like, back then it was either uh, professional wrestling, uh, The Bachelor, uh, Real Housewives, 
or depending on the time of day, like sporting events. Uh, and a lot of times it would be confusing to me. So it was like cricket, I think was the day we, uh, we, 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 we recorded your episode. It was like the bachelor in New Zealand, which I've never watched. I mean, I guess, uh, they, they must have, I mean, I guess they have bachelors everywhere, but, um, when, when you did your shows, uh, that was trending, and there was stuff about wrestling trending. Uh, and now I've had to, like, over the years, uh, it was right around, uh, well, this particular year here uh, where Twitter became more, um, uh, I don't know if there's even a way to talk about it, where uh, a lot of the subject is uh, stuff you got to steer around uh, uh, politically, I guess, would be a, a polite way of saying it, or people's names, and you say, I don't know who that person is. Uh, so we don't, that's what we had, we couldn't use that anymore, Professor. And then I tried using uh, Twitter trends from other, maybe this is where we were already, was like we were using New Zealand, we were searching for trends in New Zealand, and that went well. And then um, after that, uh, we would try like even less or less like places with smaller and smaller populations that maybe didn't refer to anything happening here. And then what did I then? Um, uh, you know, this is I think this is how we'll get you uh, get you out of here too. Is is uh, like um, I don't know if I ever told you this story, uh, Professor Pineworth. Did you know that uh, now? Like Carol King, you know, she's a, she's a songstress, and she, there's a musical about her, and that's all. That's a limited knowledge I have of Carol King. I know Tapestry was one of her albums, and that she's famous, but um, uh, that Carol King, her like, and she's still living. Hopefully, I mean, that would be the worst timing ever. Tonight's the night. Please, uh, Carol King, stay with us for one more night. But. Um, where Professor Pineworth, like once upon a time before we had cell phones with music, you had to have a separate device for music called the iPod. And you would load your music onto the iPod and you could listen to it on there. And I was a, I was big at like trying to get songs from people and be like, hey, what's on your computer? Put it on my put on my iPod, right? Um, and at some point, I don't know who I was hanging with that had a plethora of Carol King songs. Uh, but they, I got a bunch of Carol King songs. I put them on, and I like to use Shuffle. And whichever model iPad I, or iPod I had, uh, the Shuffle algorithm, it would learn like what songs you played, and it would play them more often. And for some reason, there was some sort of well, at the time I thought it was an error, but it was really a spiritual intervention um, that the iPod thought I was I loved Carol King, which again. Carol King's perfectly good uh, thing, but I came to believe that Carol King had spiritually in, in infiltrated my iPod. At the time, I thought she was uh, no longer with us, so it was a bit more profound of a spiritual experience. But, I mean, that's how powerful her spirit is, that she can send it even when she's here in uh, whatever corp... She's got a corporal being going on. Is that a proper use? Corporal being, but... Um, and so Carol King sends me messages. She used to send them through my iPod. Now she sends them through the music I uploaded to one of the music services. Professor Pineworth, does this make any sense to you? Okay, Scooter, let me see if I could reflective listening, uh, reflect this back to you. So you're saying 
with Carol King, uh, the songstress. I like how you said. And it, I wonder why it's Carol King and not someone like Bette Midler or Diana Ross or Joni Mitchell or Aretha Franklin. Why, why do you think it's uh, Carol King? Oh, I know why, because, um, well, one, it's like her name has an E, so it's easier for me to remember that it's Carol King with an E. Also, and this is going to be really confusing for some of the younger people listening, once upon a time there was this movie called Peach Dragon. It was a uh, live-action movie, but it had animation in it. And I have no idea why, but there was a woman in there that played the mother of the boy that adopted the animated dragon or something. And I thought that was Carol King. I guess even today I'd say there's a 90% chance it's Carol King. But anytime I say there's a 90% chance of anything, it's 100% that I'm wrong. So, uh, um, but yeah, so I don't know if that's why she's spiritually, uh, okay, Scooter. So, so Carol King, a famous uh, activist, singer, uh, writer, uh, we, would say, we would say whatever, the poly thing, she's good at a bunch of different things. Uh, a polymath, is that what it is? Uh, I don't know, I'm not good at math at all. So, uh, you know, the, this is what I do know. In, in the UK, they say maths with an S. Uh, so I've learned that. Okay, but that doesn't have to do with anything. So you had spiritual access to Carol King, uh, and she was so she was guiding your decisions and, and giving you advice on how to improve your life and, and how to be a better person and how to make good choices and uh, help others. Uh, is that what you were using the algorithm for? Is she no, no, no. I was using it to try to find at the time. I was just I just fast forward to the next song and be like, not another Carol King song, please. Uh, I want Jay Z unplugged or whatever I was listening to uh, that I was hoping would come up. Um, and then um, eventually I would use her uh, as a way to randomize ideas for the podcast to go off topic in case I ran out of meanders. Oh, dear. That's a, ter- that's a terrible misuse of uh, spiritual power. It Well, n- not necessarily. I mean, uh, from your perspective, P- Professor Pineworth, but uh, it uh, helps people fall asleep. So, I mean... Uh, I mean, I, I got to stand up in my defense and say uh, that I didn't use it for, you know, for my my gain. I mean, if I could have, like, uh, like if I could have used it to be more like Bo or Jay, uh, like if it, like maybe it should should I do that? Is like walk up to people that I'm attracted to and just uh, hit shuffle and say. Uh, Oh, tapestry, tapestry to you, my dear. Uh, I don't think that would help me. Uh, so if I was going to use it for selfish means, that would probably be the selfish means I would use it for. So by using it to randomize a sleep podcast, I think I was, I mean, I guess I could have probably followed it for spiritual advice. I'll tell you what, Professor Pineworth, because we've got a few minutes here. Let's, let's do a good experiment here. I'll turn my phone down. We'll, we'll try to find... Uh, We'll try to find uh, this. I, I have access to it. I've never done this uh, before. Uh, this is live being boring. Uh, and we'll try to randomize and just see if we could use it for five, ten minutes to get you to escape from being my Nana's roommate. 
even though she's imaginary and you're imaginary. I know it's painful for me to bring up the fact that you're. Uh, oh, please don't 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 tell me I, if your your nana does not seem imaginary to me. Do you know she calls you the not bad boy? I know, I know. She says he's not a bad boy. He's not bad. Uh, it's it's yeah. I know. Okay, so I'm gonna um, look it up here, uh, and I'm gonna hit shuffle all, and we're gonna see what comes up. Uh, oh boy, Orpheus is the first thing. Uh, so uh, Orpheus, uh, follow your bliss, God. Oh my God, not even kidding either. Uh, okay, Orpheus, follow your bliss in God. Um, wow, that's a loaded uh, thing. So, uh, P- Professor Pineworth, um, I think uh, Orpheus was like, my mind is totally going blank. So, I'm going to, my first thing I thought of was Odysseus. And I think that's handy because if, if you're going to follow your bliss, we would start to think about Odysseus and the sirens and how. Uh, Odysseus had everyone's ears plugged on his ship uh, because the sirens were calling them uh, to, to wreck wreck the ship on on the uh, on, on the rocks. Uh, but he still he still needed to hear them to guide the ship. He was just strapped to the uh, to the mast, and um, so I don't think it, like. It, I guess if you're following the bliss of the, the sirens, you just crash and go to the bottom of the sea. So let's not do that. Uh, but I wonder if we could follow our bliss. Uh, I don't think Nana's, I guess maybe Nana is a siren. Let's think about that for a second. Uh, she's a siren. I mean, she sounds like a siren. Uh, her shrill tone is it burns in my brain. It's like a siren. Um, but uh, she does... Uh, Oh, so I'm sorry, Nana. Oh, Nana's here. Yeah, I'm here. I hear you talking about me. Okay, Nana. Well, we were just on a boat. Uh, we're going to hear this, these, uh, these, 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 these choral singers. Uh, why don't you hop on the boat? And uh, oh, that's hilarious. You're going to drown your Nana with some sirens. Okay, uh, this is not working out well. Follow your bliss. Oh, God, I don't know if I could. Uh, uh, well, we got to go with another Carol King thing. So let's, uh, well, that's a podcast episode. Uh, oh, my God. The next two were uh, You Sexy Thing and, and Hey Mama. So um, I don't know what Carol King's trying to tell us there. And it, I mean, there's nothing I, I uh, don't want to say in the same breath except Nana and You Sexy Thing. But what if we um, went into the woods? Oh, here, what if we looked at that? Let's go back uh, together to the blue spruce, um, because you could say that uh, this tree uh, is a sexy thing. It's it's blue. Its color is is different than the color of every other tree nearby. It's it's tall, but it, but it's you know some of its branches are a little bit worn. Uh, and, and some of the color on the needles is faded. If you look close, you say, okay, some of you is a little sky blue, some of you is turquoise, and some of you is, you know, like a paint a paint that's been in the sun too long, but you, you can smell the tree, you can smell the sap, 
And if you come under here with me, uh, you come under the, um, you duck under here, duck under the canopy, and you touch the tree, you can smell the sap a little bit better. And, and you can see on the back sides, like underneath the, you know, the sun's getting filtered through this canopy and we can run our hand down. And I know, Nana, I know this is going to ruin my shorts, this sap. I know my mom will never get it out. Uh, but it feels good and it, it feels rich, the smell. And there's even a sound when we're down here. Why don't the two of you sit down on this big rock slab uh, and think about uh, that uh, there's pine cones all around, and I'm just trying to think of a way to tie it together to, uh, to uh, you know, that pine cones are part of the process of life uh, for these trees. And I don't know, I guess, again, I didn't pay attention in school because uh, I don't even know what a pine cone has to do with the tree procreation, uh, but it, I'm pretty sure it does. Uh, I guess what happens is like kids pick them up, uh, Boy Scouts mostly, and uh, they paint them and then they glue ribbons on them and then they go door to door and sell them um, as uh, Christmas ornaments. Or, you know, they can be placed in bowls or vases. Uh, and then one day a baby tree hatches out of there. I don't know, a miracle happens. And uh, one day two pine cones fall in love and... Uh, they date for an incredibly long time, just in case my daughter's listening. They don't go to the movie theater and make out uh, while their heartbroken friend watches from four rows back. Uh, you know, they, they may uh, go to the... They couldn't go to a Kmart anymore, which is a loss. Uh, if I was going to get some cheap earrings, uh, where would I go? I guess, you, like, uh, at least at Target, you know someone else has already done the work, so I'd go there... Uh, to get cheap earrings. Uh, yeah, what is it, Claire's Boutique or something? Um, uh, but yeah, uh, so why don't, what if you, here's, here's a great idea, and it just, uh, what if you two go to, to, uh, to Target together, Nana and uh, Professor Pineworth, and you see if they have any, um, earrings, pine cone earrings. Scooter, I don't think they'll have any pine cone earrings. Well, I, I, but you could go see at least. Uh, uh, or what, how about this? How about you two curl up a little bit more together here on the ground underneath this tree and you get comfortable and you realize that you're already in a nice place. You're uh, surrounded by life, uh, you're surrounded by sounds and colors, uh, you're together, you, you know, now your roommates, what if um, I give you full access to this memory, I'll, I'll totally cede it to, to you, so then, even though you're roommates, it's like you have another room now, so then, when you kind of have these, and you can also call me, I can help you, or Carol King and I can help you, uh, you know, work together, work out these issues. But now you have like a, like a lounge, uh, an under the tree lounge. You can sit on this rock. Uh, you could lie on the pine needles uh, together. Uh, either you could go here together or if you need a little time apart. Uh, so now it's like in my imagination, you have two rooms instead of one. 
Um, and if you do figure out what pine needles or pine cones do, you could let me know about that. Uh, but yeah, why don't you to rest? Uh, as uh, which is interesting because when and you two can see back into my imagination, and I'll um, slowly uh, bring the uh, temperature back up in the room here, uh, slowly uh, letting people in the room know that I'll be slowly waking you up. <laughs> 